Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hello, this is Claire with The X-Files for my solo episode this week. Whenever I prepare for one of these, I always feel like I am not prepared enough. I feel like I could really research these topics for months, honestly, before getting on the podcast and talking about them. Um, but the truth is, is that a lot of these topics, you you just really can't sum up in 30 minutes to an hour even. And so... That's the beauty of having a full-on podcast where we get to take a deeper and deeper dive every single week and accumulatively over months we may come closer to fully covering a topic. So um, that's, that's a nugget for me to remind myself that you, you just can't, you just can't do it in one podcast episode. So with that, I will jump into today's topic. And that is unfinished business. Unfinished business, man, gosh, people do not like unfinished business. Anything that is without a resolution or that is inconclusive it just grinds our gears. And I say our as like humans, humans gears. And, you know, feels like an unfinished chapter or like a Netflix series that's canceled before all the loose ends could be tied up, which can uh, be a tragedy. Um, you know, an, a half open door where you just keep looking back at that little, that little space, that little crack. And, you know, it's those feelings like if I could just tell them that I now understand, if I could just do things differently. Unfinished business can typically occur when one of three things has happened. So number one, when the decision to move on from your relationship was out of your hands. When the ending of the relationship, number two, when it was your choice, that can often be very hard because when you start having these thoughts arise of having unfinished business, there's that feeling of having no one to blame but yourself. And then number three, when you have regrets about the relationship itself, about how you handled the breakup perhaps, um, just any, any regrets where you're just playing those those circle thoughts over and over again of being like, wow, I really regret that one thing. So unfinished business, it's powerful and it can, it can feel like there's just, it's like a puzzle that is impossible to solve. And so that's why I wanted to address it briefly on this solo episode and at least share my thoughts on it. Um, as like an initial foray into this topic, because I know we could talk about this for a very long time, as I was saying earlier. So 
What I did for this episode is I came up with several things to repeat to yourself when you are having these thoughts of having unfinished business and that that sadness and and wish that things were different and that you could finish this business. When those thoughts arise, these are some things that you could think about. All right, so what to repeat to yourself if you find that you have unfinished business from the past with an ex. Number one, I am not doing it wrong. You are not doing it wrong. I know if things can start coming up after a a breakup, whether this is two weeks afterwards, um, but a lot of times... I find that unfinished business is particularly painful and a hard problem to tackle when it has been a while. Say it's been a year, year and a half, two years. You know, know that having these occasional like thoughts of having unfinished business, you're not doing it wrong. And feeling like a failure is not... Is not helping you, although it is very natural. Recovery and grief is not linear. And sometimes emotions are kept at bay and perhaps stored in the body until you're capable and in a safe environment to process them. You know, sometimes things are just too much in the moment to just process in one go. And you need time and space and a safe environment where you can relax enough to allow yourself to feel the hurt. There's this book, What Happened to You by Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Bruce D. Perry. And another book, The Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel van Kolk and van der Kolk, excuse me, Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. And both of those books address trauma and why it's such a difficult thing to kind of make sense of because it isn't linear and it isn't like a story in your memories. Um, Trauma is stored very differently, not just in the mind, but also it transfers over into the body. And both of these books really address that. And I'm not saying that breakups are trauma, um, although they can definitely be traumatic. Um, I know they're not usually thought of as trauma, but I believe that processing applies to the grief of the breakup too. So in the book, What Happened to You?, The authors share how trauma comes up just a little bit at a time so you can process tiny parts of it without being overwhelmed and re-traumatized. So as time goes on, you just get little tastes, just little nuggets, just enough so that you can handle it and process it, but not too much that you're, you're in crisis. And... I believe that processing in parts like this applies to the grief of a breakup as well, even though it's not like capital T trauma. And it definitely can be. 
<laughs> you know, it can be. But in general, breakups are very, very sad and life-changing events. Um, but they're, they're not categorically the same as some extreme traumatic events that humans have had to um, undergo throughout history. So anyways, so that was number one. You're not doing it wrong. Number two is to repeat to yourself, thank you, I'm sorry, I forgive you. Thank you, I'm sorry, I forgive you. For me, those phrases uh, really encompass all the angles that I think um, having unfinished business can apply to. It's like, thank you. You were so wonderful to me. I miss that. And thank you. Like, I did see all of the things you gave to me and the loyalty and the passion. And I saw those things. And maybe I didn't get to thank you in the moment for those. I'm sorry. Same thing. You know, in back back in the day when you were together, you you may have messed up. And through time and personal development and this growth process you've been on, you realize fuck. <laughs> and you may want to tell them that sorry that you never got to tell them. And that that hurts feeling like a bad person and feeling like they have perhaps a image of you in their mind, in their memory, that is not reflective of all of the work you've been doing these past months and years and growing as a person and actually being better because to them you'll always be, or as we're getting to now, you'll they will always be the bad guy, the person who's not capable of growing and learning from their mistakes because your story did get cut off. And so they're forever frozen in whatever level of personal development they were in. And same with you. So that's where I'm sorry comes in. And then lastly, I forgive you. You know, this, this time apart may have given you perspective and this time apart may have also given you the the willingness and the want to um like absolve someone of being human you know i think there's definitely abuse there are definitely just bad people out there but i think on the whole um chances are you're dealing with a human who's trying the best they can and inevitably fails at it. And so, you know, coming to those conclusions later on without the ability to give that forgiveness, you can feel like you're holding that person with them forever thinking that you hate them or forever thinking that um, y you'll never 
you'll never get past this and they've permanently hurt you. Um, and so there's kind of that, rev that devil think there being like, they're hurting because they think I'm still hurting and now I have to forgive them. And people are complex, complex and complicated. That was complex, complexity. Anyways, so thank you. I'm sorry. I forgive you walking in the present into the future with gratitude and forgiveness will help. It will help. Number three, the past is in the past. Think about how much you've changed over the past months or the past year or two. Think of all of Taylor Swift albums that have come out in the past year. I am not the same person. <laughs> all right, major fan moment over. Um, but really, Really, think about everything you've read since being with this person. Think of all the shows you've watched, all those nights out with friends, the job promotions, the growth opportunities, the wins, the losses. You have changed. The past is in the past. You have changed and so have they. And I like to think of it as they've not just changed, but they are a new person and you are a new person too. And all those old older versions of you, those are all still in there. Um, and it's like the legacy of your coding or whatever, but you are a new person, new version, fill in the blank 2.0 or 10.0 or 1000.0. Like there's no limit. You can always be evolving. But that means that this version of that person that you have unfinished business with is gone. That version of the person that you have unfinished business with no longer is accessible to you to change. They live on in your memory. That's real. They're there. But pining for someone in your past is missing someone who no longer exists. There's someone new now. And so are you. But you'll never be able to approach and say, I'm sorry, thank you, or I forgive you to that person that you knew. All right. Number four. Lessons are for the present, learnt from the past. So just because you now know what you would have done differently or you now know slash understand about what happened that made the situation what it was does not mean that you would have done something or that you should have done something different. It, Like I said before, you're a new person. You can wish that you could go back and change the past, but past you didn't have all this information, didn't have all of these experiences and context and understanding <laughs> that you now have. So those painful moments that led to your current understanding, that may not have existed before. And I, I you know, I've, You've probably seen this video online, but that whole like, well, if you hadn't gone through what you went through in the past, you wouldn't be you. 
And I agree with kind of that reaction where she's like, no, that's bullshit. I don't want to be me. Me hurts. <laughs> like, um, so it's, it's, it's very true. Like, you don't have to be finding the silver lining in every shitty thing that's happened to you. Sometimes shitty things just happen. But it's okay to be mad for that. But it did, it did get you here. And it may not have been your fault that it got you here. And there may not have been anything you could have done about it. But it's now your responsibility to do the best with the hand you have. You know, so you, you can't change the past. And even though you now see how you could have changed it. Those lessons were only earned in the time between those past circumstances and the present moment. So it's your responsibility now, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so lessons are, for the, are from the past and learnt for the present. So... An example of this would be, I now really, really try to communicate how I'm feeling in the moment instead of just trying to figure it out alone. Because as you can imagine, that did lead to some problems. I really see it as the reason that maybe a couple of my past relationships have ended that were very important relationships to me. And that was because I didn't communicate what was wrong. And that was because I didn't believe in changing people. And I don't. However, someone can choose to change themselves if they knew how what they were doing was affecting someone else, they could then make that informed decision that, hey, I want to change that about me. I'm not too attached to that. That isn't a core thing to me. That isn't a non-negotiable. But they can't do that if you don't tell them. And because I was so about not changing people, I would make the decision independent of their knowledge on whether they, as they stood with no input from myself, I would make the decision on whether this had a future. Number five, they know. They know. If they grew and evolved too, they know. They know that you were doing the best you could and that... How you acted back then is not how you would act now. That you too are just someone that they used to know. And that someone has evolved out of that past self and into a new self. You and they have shed your skin so many times. You've shed so many times. You've come out of your cocoon. And the butterfly you are now is unrecognizable from the time you both were caterpillars. And cheesy metaphors aside, I like to believe that. 
and I know someone, some person may have not, uh, to your knowledge, done any work, and they may, they may not know yet, but I believe they will. So even if it's not gotten through to them yet, it will, and it's not through you telling them. They will just know. And especially if you feel connected to someone a while after the breakup, I like to believe that even though you don't talk and you won't talk and you've become strangers, they understand that about you too. They know. And and maybe it's wishful thinking, but I found solace in believing that when I read a book about PTSD and trauma and I could see so clearly how I did not handle a past situation in a trauma-informed way, and I, I honestly feel shame and sorrow for potentially hurting an already damaged person more through my own ignorance. I like to believe that distance also gave them that understanding of me, understanding that I too was doing the best I could and doing it imperfectly. And this is definitely not applicable to any abuse of any kind, by the way, but it's certainly, it, it's made a difference for me, but it doesn't, it doesn't boil my experience down to a convenient story. But people are complex and it's complicated. If you are dealing with this feeling of wanting to share that you see things differently now than you did when you were with this person, know that you're not doing it wrong by thinking about this person occasionally. Know that you can't because that person you fell in love with no longer exists. You you can't tell them because they're gone. Ugh, so dark. Um... And know that things had to happen to learn what you did that you have now that you didn't have back then. And know that you don't have to tell them, really don't have to tell them. And know, too, that this feeling won't last forever. Things will change. You'll be able to let this go one day. So I hope that podcast offered you some solace if you are dealing with this feeling of unfinished business. And if you disagree, I would love for you to send me a message in my DMs and tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thinking or or your personal experience. That would be amazing. And if you love this podcast, please go give us a review on Apple Podcasts because it does really help other people like you find this. And if you're loving it, I I think it'd be great to f- give it to more people who will also love it. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Janice and I will catch you on the next episode. We will speak to your ears soon. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lofthouse. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, 
broken hearts and moving on. And here's a preview of our next episode. Um, so even if the possibility of getting your ex back is in your head, you know, it's taking up some space and is preventing you from the true joy and all that you may experience with your new life. And that's, yeah. a, that's another thing. Like we're, we're really focused on the fact that a breakup is an opportunity for a new beginning. Yeah. And so you're, you haven't really stepped into the new beginning if you're focusing on maybe getting your ex back. Yeah. We're not saying, oh, you have to feel happy now and you need to move on now. <laughs> We're just saying part of that process is releasing the idea that you're going to be with this person. Yeah, you can't really fully grieve the breakup, which is an absolutely necessary part of the process yeah. if you're thinking that you might get it back.